Hello and welcome to the Practicing Alchemy podcast. I'm your host, Allie, and I am going to be continuing on from the podcast episode I posted last week titled Oneness. Uh, I got a few questions from some listeners about how I apply oneness to my life, like what that means for me. So I thought I would kind of go into that. So I didn't really think about oneness at all until college. Like I said in my last episode, I grew up Catholic, always believed that was it. That was the life. That was the truth. That was everything. And then when I studied religion in college and learned about all these other religions and cultures and how they looked at the world, it got me thinking a lot more. I didn't actually look inside myself, though, and try to figure out what it meant for me. I guess I just sort of appreciated what I was learning in classes, um, but didn't actually apply it to anything until one of my friends on the soccer team sort of confronted me with the idea, and I had to start deciding what it meant for me. We were on the way to sushi. It was a couple of us off the soccer team going to get food, and I was riding in the front with my girlfriend at the time. She was driving. And one of my teammates in the back seat, we were talking about, I don't even know what, and the subject came up and she asked me how I was able to be in a homosexual relationship and still believe in God, still be a Christian, and how I thought that was okay. It was kind of then that I was confronted and decided I I had to say something. I had to start feeling something. I couldn't just think these things and not do anything about it. So... I told her, you know, I believe I'm a good person. I believe that I do good to others. I do good to myself. And I believe that if I wasn't meant to be in this relationship, that the universe or God would show me that. So, yeah, I mean, that was my basic answer then. That's all I had is that I felt that I was doing okay in life and that, you know, sort of, I guess from a Catholic version of life, I thought that, you know, if I was in a homosexual relationship, my uh, house would burn down and I would be scorched in flames or something, you know, smited by God, and that didn't happen. So there you go. I guess it's okay. Since then, I've actually gotten a lot of similar questions just along the lines of me dating who I want and believing in God or me you know, still drinking and believing in God or me, whatever, and believing in God, like how I'm tackling all of it. I guess first, I would like to preface all of this by saying um, no one person's spiritual journey is the same. um, And they definitely don't need to be talked about or, you know, thrown up on social media, whatever, unless you're comfortable with that and you want to share your spiritual journey. I didn't really have a spiritual journey to share when I was younger, and I feel like I definitely do now. So I would like to share that a little bit with you guys so you can understand, you know, maybe it just takes one person to hear their spiritual journey and realize that yours isn't so strange because that's the thing. Everyone's is different. No one's going to get the same out of the same movie, the same book, the same whatever. You're always going to pull different things and interpret it different ways. So how can we expect all of our journeys to be the same when we're all going through different stuff in our minds? My own spiritual path had a lot of ups and downs. 
since I started in the Catholic faith and was grown up pretty ingrained in that faith and that those ideas. Um, and then when I got to college and all of that was stripped down, uh, I kind of had a spiritual crisis. I didn't know what I really believed in, who I believed in, you know, all that kind of stuff. When my friend confronted me with the question about how I was able to date girls and still believe in God, I had to really start figuring out what it meant to me, who I was. Yeah, I had a lot of ups and downs. I think when I got to college, I had sort of a a dark period. I was going to Catholic Mass every Sunday up until when I went to college, and then I sort of stopped going. I switched college is my second year, and that's when I started learning about religion, and there wasn't a Catholic church around, and I also didn't really feel like going to a Catholic church anymore. I um, found a Christian church, but it still didn't feel good. It didn't feel right. I was constantly thinking about food. (laughs) Every time I was in church, I was thinking about what to eat later, what I was going to do later, how much homework I had, whatever, and if that's where your mind is going when your place is, I think you need to be reassessing where you are. Unless you're like at a restaurant, then of course your mind should be going to food. But, you know, at church or in class, you should probably be thinking about those things. Although class, I can't really give you any tips on. I'm just always thinking about food, I guess. Anyway, yeah, so I didn't find a church I liked, so I stopped going. I didn't feel like I was getting anything out of anything. I was going to class and learning about religion, and that was about enough religion for me. I had my fill of it. It wasn't until after college I went through a really bad breakup, and I stopped. Obviously, I finished soccer, and I didn't know if I wanted to keep playing, so I had this sort of phase in my life where I was really lost and didn't know what I was going to do, who I was going to be, who I even was at that moment. You know, I got my degree in religious studies and a minor in Spanish, but I didn't want to be a missionary anymore. So I didn't know what to do. And I didn't think I wanted to play soccer professionally. So I was really lost. My identity was stripped away from me. Um, My own fault, (laughs) but I struggled. So I moved to California with my family my parents, and I started to try and figure out what I was good at besides soccer and who I wanted to be, who I was. I researched some nearby churches because I thought maybe that would be an okay place to start, and I found one just up the road that I really liked. I think non-denominational, maybe Christian, I guess Christian church up the street, and we have an older black pastor, and um, I just love the way he talks. And sometimes I don't like what he says. It doesn't align with me. So I don't take it home with me. You know, just because someone says something does not mean it's truth to you. I actually wrote a poem the other day. It says, things don't always need to be proven by science or research for them to be real to you. And I think that applies to spirituality as well. You know, I go to church every once in a while right now because of the virus, not as much, obviously. But when I do go, I don't go in thinking that everything that is said to me, I'm going to take home and live by it word for word because that's just one person's opinion on a spiritual path. And it's not mine. That's not my spiritual path. That's my pastor's spiritual path. And maybe he has some great points to give to me, but that doesn't mean that I have to take it on 
write it down and that's my Bible, you know? I like going to the church because I do get some good stuff out of it, but also because I like being in that environment. I like being around people who are worshiping and singing and dancing. It uplifts me and it makes me feel hopeful and not necessarily just in a spiritual way, just in a life way. Seeing other people who are so excited and passionate about things makes me feel excited and passionate. Maybe not about the same things, but it puts me in that mood, you know? Surrounding yourself with people who are optimistic and encouraging and supportive, that'll make you more optimistic, encouraging, and supportive. So it's about who you surround yourself with. And that's how I feel going to this church. Everyone there is very optimistic and loving. We give hugs all the time. Of course, not now because of the virus, but I just feel better when I leave. I feel uplifted generally in my own life. I feel ready to take on new tasks and new adventures. But yeah, I guess my my main point of saying that and giving you my experience with church and spirituality or religion, whatever you want to call it, um, is that it's mine. It is my specific journey, my specific path, my life. So no matter how much I align with another person, it will never be the same. They will never have the same exact thoughts that I do. We could, you know, have whatever percentage of DNA the same, you know, one of my brothers. We could have the exact same life path. We both did soccer at this age. We both played at the same school. We both went to the same college. We both took the same classes. And still, it would be different. We're just all so different. And our minds and our hearts and everything makes it different. So I like to use a lot of different phrases to come up with who I think is running this whole thing, you know? Um, Some days I think it's me. Some days I think I'm running this whole thing. Uh, Other days I would say it's the universe. Other days I say it's God. To me, it doesn't matter. I believe there is something bigger out there and I am tied to it. I'm intrinsically tied to it because I am a divine being as well. I have magic inside me. I have the spirit. I have whatever you want to call it. But I know that my relationship with whatever's out there is mine alone. So, you know, I've gotten, like I said, I've gotten some questions about how I'm able to be in different relationships or how I'm able to do X, Y, and Z. And I always just say, well, my God is okay with that. My God is a God of love. My God is a God of acceptance. My God is a God of encouragement and support and forgiveness and grace. You know, these are all the things that my God is. And that might not be your God and that's okay because I'm not going to open up your relationship with him or her, whatever you call it, and say, well, that's not right because it's not mine. And I think we all need to learn to respect that more with others and ourselves. Like, you do not have to fall in line with every single thing that you're told or that you see or that you hear. We all have our own opinions on things, so why can't that apply to spirituality as well? And I noticed, like I said before, with the attracting, you know, encouraging people, when you're with encouraging people, you begin to be encouraging too. You know, you attract that energy. I noticed when I started broadening my idea of what spirituality meant to me, I began to attract a lot of like-minded people. Like 
you guys, there are so many people out there who probably think the same as you, but you've never dared to ask those questions or say something crazy, you know? When I was going through that really awful breakup, I met the most amazing person ever. And she is, to this day, the greatest friend, one of the greatest friends that I have. And she helped me expand my mind so much more, you know? And we are constantly learning from each other and teaching each other and exploring new things. And when we first became friends, we were so stuck on each other, just calling each other every day. You know, we began being friends when we lived in the same place. And then I moved to California. So we were doing sort of a long distance friendship and we called each other every day. We sent each other notes. We FaceTimed. We read the same books. We did all of this stuff. We were just so connected. And I got so many questions. Are you two dating? Are you two more than friends? And it was just, it became the funniest thing to the two of us because we weren't. And that that wasn't anything that we had ever thought about or wanted to explore. We were just amazing friends that clicked so fast. But people from the outside could not wrap their heads around it just could not understand how we were so close, how we acted the way we acted, like how we knew all these things about each other. We came up with this phrase that it doesn't have to make sense to anyone but you. And I've started to apply that to so many different aspects of my life. The religion and spirituality, it doesn't have to make sense to anyone else but me. It's mine, not yours. So I can explain it to you if you ask me, but I'm not going to stress myself out trying to get you to understand it because it's not for you then. It's for me. And if I do explain it to you and you like it, I can tell you more if you want to understand it, but it's mine. So I just think it's incredible being able to meet all these new people and open up my mind to all these new things. And just because I meet these new people, it doesn't mean that everything they say is Bible oath to me, you know, it's just I take on the things that I appreciate and I apply them to my own life, the things that make sense to me, that feel good to me, because I'm the only person who who has to live my life, you know, I'm the only person who gets to live my life. So uh it kind of reminds me of the same quote that I used last episode about um exploring everyone's ideas and dismissing none. That way it brings you closer to the real truth. And I think that goes for spirituality and religion and so many other beliefs and opinions that you hold, is that you really need to go out and explore all these different things so you know what feels right to you. I guess it's kind of like relationships, you know? People get into these relationships and they're horrible and you know, they break up and it's awful and you think like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have done that. Well, I am so glad of all of the relationships that have sucked because it has showed me the people and the personalities and the aspects that I do not want in my life. And that allows me to find someone who has the aspects and personality and character that I do want, you know? It's the same thing with spirituality. You have to explore all these other things and decide what makes sense for you, what feels good for you. So that's all I have about this. If you have any more questions, I would love to hear them. You can hop on my website, practicingalchemy.com and send me an email. 
shoot me a message. You can get on my Instagram, Practicing Alchemy. Shoot me a DM. I would love to hear from you guys. If you have any questions, any comments, or you just want to say hey, I'd love it. I hope you liked the podcast episode today, and I hope it got you thinking. And I really encourage you to explore the real truth of your life and what feels good to you. God bless.